This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Welcome to Connect with Community Waikato on Free FM 89.0. I am Holly Snape from Community Waikato and we are celebrating, acknowledging Brain Injury Awareness Month today and I have with me Stephen William who um, are, are both individuals who are here to tell stories around brain injuries and individuals who have been connected to an organisation we work very closely with, Brain Injury Waikato. So thanks guys for coming in today, I really appreciate you both being here. And, kia ora, it's nice to be here. Yeah, mm, yeah kia ora. <laughs> and nice, nice for you to be so willing to share your own stories. And, and so I want to kind of talk about, um, yeah, I suppose what brain injury are. And we, we were just sitting out um, in the you know, coffee, coffee, coffee room. Area. Thank yeah. you, that, that works. <laughs> Having a bit of a chat about um, how different it is for everybody. And so I kind of wanted us to be able to, you know, in your stories, you'll be able to reflect that that is the case, eh? So can I start with you, Steve, about, you know, tell us about a bit about you and, and how you've ended up here. Well, uh, born and bred in Waikato, been away uh, and travelled and loved the Waikato so much, thought I'd come back. Nice. So here I am. <laughs> um, I uh, am currently recovering from a severe concussion that I got back in 2016. Um, and that happened when I was attending a, a family event and um, my uh, a close relative of mine decided to uh, crash tackle me while I wasn't watching we were just being a bit silly wow. uh, after dinner and um, it uh, ended up being pretty disastrous uh, That individual must feel horrific Accidents happen They sure do yeah. and, and you never anticipate that that is going to be the result of a bit of horsing around, eh? Yeah, and uh, if I'd have been watching it wouldn't have bothered me But I just, it's just timing, timing's yeah. a charm and away it went So that yeah. was that so, so that's that's how you ended up with um, with an injury and they said it was a severe concussion? Yeah, I ended up with a couple of days of um, complete amnesia. Um, the accident happened actually when I was down in Greytown in the Wairarapa. Uh, so I drove all the way back to uh, <gasps> wow. Hamilton here. I can't remember it. Went to work, um, very dizzy, very unwell in the morning and fortunately was working just across the road from a medical centre. Yes. And uh, all I really managed to do was grab my grab my bag of tools and stumble across the road, made it into a reception and then collapsed and then um, got taken to hospital. So, so you, you had recognised, I need to be over there. Or yes. had someone else said, mm, what? Just, just on automatic response, mm. really. Um, mm. I was gone. Mm. Mm. Very scary. So you were in hospital for a period of time after that? Overnight and most of the next day and then um, confined to home um, for a couple of weeks. I was living out in the countryside at that stage so it made things tricky because I couldn't drive anywhere. Um, I was really, really, really raw. So um, pretty nasty. And when they say it rings your bell, that's a euphemism for a concussion. Yeah, my head was ringing for ages and sometimes it still does. (laughs) And do you mean like physically you can hear a ringing? Oh, every now and then, but it's just a, a metaphor for you know getting cleaned out and knocked out. And so, wow! Mm. Yeah. So that was that was a really uh, interesting experience for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of learning I can imagine, and, and we'll come back to, 
yeah what ended coming out from from that point but we might turn to William and and tell us about how you've ended up here uh, yeah I'm uh, my journey started in 2015 uh, after I'd become a qualified uh, CNC machinist I worked at a job and then got bored and wanted to be higher so I come up to university and I was in the cup program at the time and <clears throat> everything was going sweet and so just before our exams we do what students do best we went out drinking yeah. <laughs> and I got I was wearing a black a black suit and I got collected on Bridge Street Bridge <clears throat> and it was obviously my fault and I had my friends had told me after my accident um it was like talking to a dyslexic, dyslexic silverback and when they told told me that my house wasn't where i was heading i turned around and said to them if you guys cannot prove my house isn't this way then it must be this way so they gave me uh, a very good uh, reference of how how plastered i was yeah and then yeah i got collected by a toyota prius and i feel feel deep regret for the um the driver, driver. Yeah. yeah and i went and tried to make contact with them with the cops in 2018 and because i held that in my heart um since since my memory started coming back and then i uh the police had 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 to inform me that he passed away the year before and i was i was yeah I was saddened. But, yeah, mm. yeah, I can imagine. So when you when you were collected by this car, were you knocked unconscious, or do you, do you have any knowledge about what happened? Um, from that moment, so from seventeenth uh, of October, I have uh, my memory, like for recalling the day before, had only started kicking back in and on. Around November thirtieth. Wow. And then it still took me um, up until the the sixth of December to pass the hardest test that I've ever had to do in my life, and that was to remember three items from the day before, as well as where I was. Wow. And so you come from studying. This, this my accident, like on my initial prognosis, where the a massive bleed was on was on my cerebellum, which actually governs your balance and your motor skills. Oh, really? And so, from the MRI, their initial prognosis for others that have had similar that at worst I'd be stuck in the hospital bed for the rest of my life, being looked after. Yeah. Or at best, I wouldn't be able to walk again. Wow. Mm. So um, for those of you who aren't sitting in the studio mm. with William, he walked in here quite confidently today. Mm. So, so that, is, that is amazing. So you've, you've completely um, blown out of the water their expectations of you. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I, I got moved up to ABI Rehabilitation up in Auckland, an amazing centre. So helpful. Um, a month after my accident and then... But about a week later that's when my memory started coming back and um, when I was up there I remember going to 
my physio the first time or that I remember and having to sit on the edge of a bed and I couldn't hold my balance at all. Wow. And I had to get hoisted up out of my bed into a wheelchair. Yeah. And I managed to to jump from so when my because my my left leg was also in a cast yeah and they had to stick a rod in my tibia um my left arm couldn't move at all i had to pick it up to move it mm. and um yeah my speech was shit <laughs> <laughs> effectively um but yeah i sat in i remember sitting in my room at, at abi and looking in the mirror and telling myself I've been through something way worse than this what can what can I do to get out of here as fast as I can and the worst thing was is that I have also lost a child and mm. so that emotional despair far outweighed well yeah. I didn't realize at the time how significant like a brain injury actually is the loss of a child like you can just in, you can endure because that's just a, a slight memory but a brain injury <laughs> there's no words that can describe how how sporadic or how mm. how things that happen because it's your brain yeah and your brain's central to everything isn't it mm. steve william just talked about um that memory issue um you know struggling to remember three things from the day before did you find you had similar types of symptoms when you first started kind of i suppose when you're going through some rehab yeah i um definitely had problems with my memory and that was really impacted uh, at work. I was working in commercial construction, uh, so there was a lot of things happening very quickly and for long, long periods of the day. Uh, so at times there I would just kind of go missing in action and um, that caused a lot of uh, problems. Um, and employers, I mean, a lot of people don't really understand what's going on because you're sort of presenting quite intact. Yes, but it's and you, you can look completely intact and yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it's, it's really invisible, eh? Completely, and that that was probably one of the more difficult things to deal with was, A, I'm disengaged from myself, really, or disintegrated, so to mm. speak, uh, and then then um, I've got, you know, all these people around me making demands and requests, and it's not making sense to them either. Yeah. Um, so there was quite a lot of difficulty there, and uh, I didn't receive uh, much in the way of uh, inputs for recovery because the... Uh, possibly sort of fell through the treatment gaps um, and I just wasn't perceiving where I was and so it mm. took a long time to, to get to the point where I was able to I had another accident at work so it gave me another concussion while I was recovering Oh no! it was quite quite solid, quite bad one um, so between those two factors it really blew up yeah, um, mm. and that like, you know I've actually heard that a few times people had, suffering a second concussion while recovering and and I understand it is particularly dangerous um, to for, for that to happen. Yeah, uh, you're so vulnerable. Um, oh, yeah, you know you don't want to break break a healing broken leg. No, um, no, so. that's right. Mm. That's a really good way to put it as well. Yeah, what were you experiencing in terms of the symptoms? If you were sort of to describe what you, what was difficult for you, um, what were those sorts of things? Generally, it was the ability to process things quickly. That was probably the biggest hassle uh, at work. Uh, yeah. And also, I had a really, really bad um, 
noise sensitivity problem, uh, light sensitivity, uh, and my balance was affected. Not so bad as William with um, not being able to balance on the edge of the bed and things like that. But for me, I was in a quite a difficult position of needing to work on scaffolds and oh, elevated yes. areas and things like that. And it was just because I couldn't process things timely that it was overloading me. Yeah. So uh, I was getting a lot of criticism for, for um, not working as hard as I used to or being able yeah. to work as hard as I used to. And that uh, must have been so frustrating. Yeah, it really impacted on things. And um, so I gradually, unfortunately, sort of went into a bit of a tailspin with that whole thing and mm. I ended up um, yeah, getting booted off the work site yeah. uh, by my employer who he didn't really understand what was going on. I didn't understand what was going on. Yeah. Um, and so it made things pretty scary. Yeah, and I can imagine, um, without putting words in your mouth, that you took, you know, felt a lot, of, a lot of the blame for that. Like you would have taken that on board, but, but actually, yeah, you know, it, it's a situation where if more people knew and understood about brain injuries, you could have been far better supported in that role. Yeah, and that's exactly right. And I think the invisibility of it, um, yeah. it's literally invisible because it's something that sort of falls by the way. Oh yeah, yeah um, no, because I, I, um, doesn't it? Yeah. I'll, when I talk to people like so those people that stand out at like well supermarkets and hand out brochures and stuff, I was I will start up a conversation with them and <clears throat> we end up getting quite quite deep in some of the conversations and then I mention to them, Oh, I live with a brain injury They're just like, Oh my god, I would have never expected because of how articulate I sound yeah. when I'm talking and like that's everything that how I present has taken such a tremendous amount of effort and work because with when a brain injury happens everyone's um everyone knows what the battery on a cell phone is so when you've got max so say there's a there's 10 bars everyone without a brain injury well most people they have the full 10 bars when you have a brain injury you effectively you lose two bars so you start, you start at eight yeah yeah and with it knocks out the whole automatic system and so oh, I've had like, to like say if you're driving yeah you do it kind of an auto mm. you don't have to I just as soon as you said that it just sparked me a friend of mine who had um, a mild concussion and I'm going to use inverted commas for that um, she suddenly found driving hugely tiring, exhausting, stressful. It's never been an issue before, so I started, you know, doing mm. a bit more of the driving for us. But, but I think that's a really good point, William. And and is that something you experience too? Oh, uh, driving's been a massive example of it. And you know, uh, with driving, it's one of the most demanding tasks cognitively you can do. Um, mm. You're holding a whole lot of things in your yes. brain um, while you're moving around. And I, uh, I used to drive heavy trucks and um, all that sort of stuff. And I really at the moment, um, and it has been for a few years, I don't drive out of town. I can't mm. cope with it. Um, yeah. I get a friend to drive me and yeah. um, I just putter around. Um, I suppose it's good for my carbon footprint. Yes. Um, <laughs> and uh, with the price of petrol these days, that's yes. not a bad thing. <laughs> but yeah, it's been very limiting. Uh, yeah. And that, you know, that directly affects being able to work. Yeah. Um, I volunteer and sometimes I'm tired when I get to my volunteering. Yeah. Because if I've been in heavy traffic or something like That's that. That's already, and like you say, William, you've started on eight, mm. you've hit heavy traffic, mm. you're down to six before you've started work because mm. you've just been dragged yeah i think that's that's something really important to understand yeah it, 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 like because because the the whole the brain like loses the ability to be able to process like automatically 
that's just even even working for myself and my realization about this come when I uh, went on a paddleboard in Rarotonga and yeah. back in 2019 and <clears throat> even five minutes of just standing on that board because of how, how I was moving around I just lost all all of my energy and I had to go back to my room to sleep for a couple of hours wow yeah, yeah. To, and that was the realization that I'm constantly having to pay attention but yeah absolutely I think mm. that that's um, by the way, I've decided we're not playing the song because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I realise how quick time's going and there's so many other things we want to mm. get to. And um, I really want to start looking at the tools you guys use then because you've got slightly different experiences and, and um, they express themselves differently. Mm. And then you would need to employ a range of tools to help, I suppose, um, make things as smooth <laughs> as possible. Um, William, you know, from your perspective, what is it that you've found has been really constructive and helpful? One of the best things, which I'm, I, I, I try heaps of different things, and some work, some don't, and so I'm always forever trying new things, like um, what John had mentioned. The one thing that I've come back to is, <clears throat> I got told this from a my brilliant uh, was it uh, physiotherapist, and she said that the the best thing is thirty minutes of of cardio, where like even just to get to the huffy puffy stage yep. where you can still talk, but keep that consistently for the thirty minutes, and that builds up the tolerance to be able to withstand fatigue. Fatigue, man, mm. that's because I'm such a high cognitive thinker. Like I, I. I'm going to go back to memory. Do not base memory on me because I'm, yeah, I'm way, <laughs> way out. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's that helps just to to mitigate some of the the side effects of this hangover that I've got. Yeah, I like. <laughs> yeah, it's a very good use of term that hangover, considering. Mm. how it started yes <laughs> yeah. yes and and yeah. I, I see people biking around without helmets a lot oh, on yeah. and it, it like after going what i've gone through man like i can endure such tremendous amounts of things and there people just don't realize the gravity of how yeah. huge and how much work you have to put in because you effectively lose your self-image mm. when you when you ha experience a brain injury or have yeah. to live and push this boulder like Sisyphus. Yeah, 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 mm. absolutely. Yeah. It's, a, it's another great analogy. Mm. That's um, a very good analogy. Yeah. What about you, Steve? What tools have... And by the way, I love the idea of... So getting huffing and puffing for 30 minutes helps build your resilience to be able to um, cope with fatigue. Mm. So that's really cool. Mm. Have you had any particular tools or advice? I think the best thing that ever happened for me was actually to um, walk in the front door at Brain Injury Waikato and meet um, the people there. Yeah. Uh, and I was all I was in a state of chaos. Um, Family were upset at me. Employers were upset at me. I didn't know what was going on, and yeah. um, they—they they were really the touchstone that helped everything. And um, I'm really into being connected to community and um, trying not to be isolated and that sort of thing. Um, and I have—I just 
I sort of think of myself as a molecule and a bigger bigger structure and I'm connected to everyone and they're all connected to me you know mm. and that's how I met William as well um, mm. and uh, it's been the best thing for me is I can talk to people in that community and say what do you do what's going on this is happening to me mm. um, just like when we were having that corridor before when we before we came in and just talking about things and sort of seeing, seeing what's happening and that's been really good for me because I can talk to people that have had completely different experiences but yeah. somewhere along the line you can pick and tease things out. How different was what um, brain injury Waikato offering? How different was that from what you could get through, I suppose, the hospital system and medical services? Well, they don't, they don't give anything. Like they're, they're just there to provide treatment to, to look for, like, they're not there to, to kind of help the soft skills or, or guide yeah. you through different aspects. Like, cause they've got a job to do and so they, they do it. They're not, not paid to to provide that this yeah. softness. So both of you will have qualified for ACC though as well? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. ACC have done the runner on me. Like I'm a qualified engineer. I've got my qualification, qualification certificate. Yeah. But because I was a student at the time of my accident and under their... their Guidelines, guidelines, or criteria, whatever. the legislation, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, BS that they they run by. I don't qualify for anything, so I've had to go underneath winds, which I am so super grateful for being in this country because yes, a lot of other countries around the world, like when you have a brain injury, especially in America, if you don't have insurance, you're stuffed. Yeah, like your life is toast. Yeah. And so that's why I'm super grateful for, and I'm grateful for ACC because they they funded um, my surgeries and stuff, and they 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 fund for patients to be at ABI. Yeah. And I, <laughs> interesting side note, I had asked how much it costs ACC for me to stay at ABI, and I was only there for two months. Yeah, um, it cost uh, roughly about three hundred thousand. Then I was supposed to be there for a year to six months, so wow. I worked out the cost different, like how much it would cost per day. And <clears throat> if I was there for six months, it would be just um, just under or just over half a million. Wow. If I was there for a year, it would have been over a million. But <clears throat> because I was a student, I don't qualify for anything. Like yeah. wow. I have to fight not tooth and nail to to even to get, get something from them. Wow. I think. Uh, Someone once said to me, everything you've ever heard about WINS and ACC is entirely true. The good and the terrible. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I certainly have I've been down that road the same with Will. I uh, had um, a great deal of trouble with them and I uh, had to uh, take them to uh, court, uh, mm. district court, um, go through all the appellate process to get there. Try doing that when you're recovering. You oh, just, I was just sitting there thinking, so, how, how does someone advocate for themselves when, when you're in that position like yeah. so wow and that's uh, part of the support that i got from brain injury mm. brain injury wakaro uh my family lawyer helped with that as well which was good friends and family um so eventually got to the point where we were weeks out from going to district court and they acc turned around and changed their mind and said yeah okay that's fine but they had a massive impact on me and yeah. um I actually had a chance to to do some uh, in-depth learning about acc last year and it's really interesting that there's a a lot of groundswell uh, for change, dr drastic change, so that people don't get hung out to dry like William. Yeah. Um, and they're in the process of setting up um, at government level a, a proper 
Disabilities com- Commission yeah. and Ministry because we don't actually have uh, a representation and um, in, in government, believe yeah. it or not, at department level. Actually, no, y- you know, that is interesting as well because that feels ridiculous <laughs> that is. there is yeah, yeah. not... And I, and you could I think you could probably structure several really interesting interviews with some quite interesting public figures uh, around the country about ACC and where it yeah has been where it needs to go and where it is stuck yeah um, and I think that would make good good material for yeah, listeners. I, I think you're right mm. um, so so brain injury Waikato though was you know you talk about that supported you or helped you. Yeah. Totally. Um, did it was it also able because you talk you you mentioned before that that you know your family were were annoyed with you and your and your work mm. was it able to provide information to your family for them to understand what was going on? Yeah, they've got a ton of resources and a liaison role and an advocacy role that they fulfil. So yeah. I've had um, the liaison and advocacy support uh, from Brain Injury Waikato um, yeah. when I needed to go to an appointment out of out of town up in Auckland. And um, uh, my support officer drove me very kindly in my car. That's I cool. Couldn't couldn't do yep. it, so that was awesome. Um, and when I've needed information about what could, what to do, where to go, what's happening, I just drop an email or, or, yeah. or make a phone call, and eventually we, we get that. And it has filtered through. Um, once you've got somebody in your corner, and that's the that's the role of being in a in a community group. Um, they can support you. They can back you up. Yeah. And it, um, and they can advocate for you. Yeah. Which is very important. Mm. Oh, it, it's key when you're feeling marginalised and vulnerable, eh? But I didn't. I didn't. Um, I went to Community Waikato in 2017. Or, or, yes, uh, 2017, and yeah. um, I because of my mindset at that stage, I don't want to be around other people with brain injury. Like I wanted my normal life back. Um, I ended up getting in touch with uh, Community Waikato uh, about a year later and that's where the, the forum started and so I'm an active part of that but I show up just to interact with people because as um, Stefan he yeah he, he's one of them he said this great quote which has stuck with me especially about like losing all the different stuff but you don't know what you don't know yeah and because i'm such a a knowledge of aficionado like i love any bits of information yeah and any perspectives so yeah yeah Yeah. and that is really true um you also so you're you're talking about coming to community waikato you mean brain injury there but you did come you did come Ah, to community waikato because um, William actually came and shared his story at our conference, which was strengthening through stories, because we do think that's key, eh? Mm. Your, your stories, your sense of resilience and what you've been able to achieve, you know, because well, I'm not special. Anyone can, can cultivate the same mindset. I'm not special. I've just overcome some tremendous odds, but I'm just here to... to be an example. Yeah, and I think that's that's a state. Your story is powerful, and we've actually. I'm just looking at the clock. <laughs> We've run out of good? time, <laughs> and I'm I'm really sorry about that because it has been a great conversation. So, thank you both so much for coming in and sharing with me today. No, no thank you awesome. for the gift. Could yeah. I just say something in conclusion um, about sort of the 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 the. the to chat on ACC, I have great faith that in in the near future that that organisation will fulfil 
um, the uh, goals that were set down for it by its original creator. Um, mm. uh, and, you know, it's it's been down one road, and I don't think that's worked very well for, for anybody then yeah. or, or the people that it serves. And um, I'm, I'm full of hope for the future in that regard. I have to 100% agree. <laughs> <laughs> well, the future's unknown, so... Yeah. That's us for another week. You've been listening to Connect with the Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com slash freefm89 to find out more.